नमस्कार वेलकम टू द कॉन्शियस ऑन्टरप्रनरशिप पॉडकास्ट स्टोरीज अबाउट इनवर्ड जर्नीज एंड द इनफाइनाइट पॉसिबिलिटीज दैट ओपन अप व्हेन यू स्टार्ट लिविंग लाइफ कॉन्शियसली आई एम मनीषा एंड टुडेज गेस्ट इज अ टैलेंटेड इंटीरियर डिजाइनर हु स्टार्टेड हर कॉन्शियस ऑन्टरप्रनरशिप जर्नी इन ट्वेंटी जेसिका वेलकम टू द सी पॉडकास्ट नमस्कार मनीषा सो टू स्टार्ट Can you tell us more about what you do and how this journey started? I am an interior architect and I passed out in the year 2002 and the only thing that I remember in that year is I just finished writing my thesis and after completing my thesis I was absolutely clueless about what I want to do with my life hmm. as a designer I had just no clarity and just no vision so interesting for me to hear all this because obviously I know the you of today a very successful knowledge designer and to think of the fact that actually people who are doing really well today they also started somewhere at the beginning puts things in so much perspective yes mm-hmm. but when you actually start practicing and i didn't start practicing right in the beginning of my career i had an opportunity to work with couple of architectural firms and it was really good in terms of exposure but it still left me clueless when i had to begin it was just taking a plunge i no longer wanted to work for anybody i had that clarity but then i didn't know how to start how the beginning would be but uh, do you remember why did you not want to work for anybody else and why you wanted to work for yourself so there was a very strong uh, i won't say desire but there was a constant calling that was always present even while i was working with others as a designer it's really unnatural not to start something on your own even today when we are interviewing and we are talking to people who will be joining us one of the second or third question that i ask them is that when do they plan to start their own usually you know when we interviewing people we are looking for people to join who have no plans of leaving the organization but this is just turning that whole thought process like on its head that your core is asking you to Uh, start something on your own and we know that everybody if they had the opportunity if they had that clarity then of course they would take that plunge but because of that lack of clarity or maybe just the want of that steadiness of a paycheck most people don't take that plunge yeah. and that's such a beautiful way of getting in the right talent by asking them when they plan to and i guess their answers would help you get clarity of you know where they are in their journey yes absolutely so the idea is that whosoever is working with us it's more of a collaboration of many minds otherwise it's only headed in one direction and in a field like ours you won't ever want that you're always looking for fresh talent fresh mind for fresh perspective mm-hmm. so you have to ensure that there is freshness coming into the organization all the time and one of the ways i feel it can happen is every person who's joining you is sort of a leader within themselves so when you started your own practice then how did things go so initially i'll say the first two years were very very interesting because i did not start the practice alone i had a partner we both were college mates so we both partnered and we started a young firm and uh, it was a very very great collaboration because we were two very different energies because mm. we had uh, very different sensibilities but at the same time we were able to collaborate and coexist we were able to take up different roles and we were also able to swap roles uh, many times so in many ways we were very very good partners mm. and uh, the journey became very exciting 
um, because I had a partner and mm. uh, it was almost going back to college days. Uh, we mm. used to have these time problems in college that we used to be given a certain problem to be solved in a specific time period. And uh, it almost felt like we both are doing it together, you know. And since we both had the same background, it was very easy for us to keep uh, working along. But I think the real uh, journey started when I started my own practice. That was, of course, uh, a very, very different journey. I think at that point, I'd become very serious about how I want to start my practice. And it was like serious business now. And I think that seriousness had built a lot of pressure without me even realizing. Yeah, so the design practice started with that. You know, for a for a designer, I'll, I'll tell you, it works uh, slightly differently because when you start your journey as a designer, you start almost like an artist. Your whole journey doesn't begin with the intent of a business. I just uh, knew how to solve a problem and how to solve a problem in a specific way, which would look a spe in a certain way. I had no thought beyond that, you know. My only thought and approach to any design uh, intent was just to make it very experiential, very unique. It has to be fun. It has to be loved. A person who inhabits the place that is going to be designed. And that was the only core. I would say that I could never place myself as an entrepreneur. Rather, I don't think I used to call myself an entrepreneur. So when did this shift happen? that you realized that you were an entrepreneur? So the transition happens on its own. The way things have been for me and the kind of projects that I've worked on, they've always come to us through word of mouth or as a repeat business. So, you know, for me, it was not a very obvious thing and it never came so naturally, okay, you need to market yourself also. You need to showcase what you do or mm. what you're capable of doing. If there was any marketing that ever happened, mm. that happened very organically. And that's the way uh, that one would grow, you know, from one project to two projects to four projects to probably doing at one point seven to 12 projects at a given time. That kind of pushes you when so much of work is happening mm. and you have a team which is expanding and it's growing along with you, then you can't have a mindset of just being a professional. What are the other areas of entrepreneurship that you've started to realize? I think the one of the biggest aspects that uh, started uh, to hit us was profitability. You know, so everybody who's working along with you, you have to take care of them also, their needs also. And if you're not a profitable organization, then in some way or the other, you are not able to fulfill their needs also. So that was a constant uh, challenge that I started to face. So I'll say that I was very, very uh, limited and stuck to the fact that I always want to remain uh, as a creative person or a creative professional. And I've got nothing to do with running an organization. But you were running an organization. But I was because there's just no other way around. That's yeah. how uh, organizations work. I'm sure a lot of creators can relate to this, that you... <laughs> love what you do and you want to do just that but especially as an entrepreneur you have to play so many other roles yeah and just getting that role clarity yeah so i think uh, so many years passed by in simple denial just being in that elusive state in fact so much of resistance to accept it mm. i think that is what started to weigh us down when a designer is working as a freelancer, it's a very different story. It would be very successful freelancer, but r running a conscious practice hmm. is another thing completely. Right from the inception stage, right from the conceptualization stage till the end. If the process is an enjoyable process, that is success.
yeah. and it has to be an enjoyable process for everybody an individual can't do it on their own so you're dependent on many people mm. you're dependent on your clients their desire their aspirations that's what you're building for right the contractors they are the ones who are going to turn a space from a brick mortar to a whole special experience to all the people who are working in the team they are the very tools uh, through which this whole transformation happens at the end of the day if they are not happy working in an organization then what is the point and they can't be happy unless it's a well run organization yes of course and uh, it can't be a well run organization unless the leaders have parity that prioritization Yes, absolutely. I think till the time you are uh, so unclear yourself, mm, you're just moving in and uh, passing your time and dragging uh, people along. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so many years go by, you know, where you're realizing that your entire uh there comes a situation when you realize that you no longer can sit back without a complete vision the fact that there was a lack of clarity right at the beginning of my career when i started and the fact that i was completely just immersed into the whole journey of just being a practicing designer that i've got nothing to do with the rest of the world the whole thing completely transformed um as i got uh, the opportunity to be a part of conscious entrepreneurship so that would be my next question and <laughs> what drew you to conscious entrepreneurship i came to know about conscious entrepreneurship through my client she often used to talk about conscious entrepreneurship and uh, she would always ask me to consider we had probably worked for almost uh, 20 to 24 months together um i'd started seeing complete change in her approach itself that really inspired me to at least try and start the process in spite of my unwillingness and my resistance i thought that this is something that i should consider how <laughs> beautiful why do you think creatives struggle so much when they start their journey of entrepreneurship a lot goes back in the way we are taught our whole journey while we are studying so i'll say while you're being exposed to master architects or you're being exposed to beautiful built forms so our entire focus in the studies around it come creativity the part of creation so when that happens the process of how do you build things not the theory part of it mm-hmm. but actually the practice part of it how will it actually happen the way Uh, creatives are educated becomes about creating this monumental design which is very rooted in a single person approach yeah uh, and you're really focused on just enhancing your skill yeah and uh, expressing yourself yeah so it basically starts becoming more of your signature style you become uh, a signature brand the architects we know yeah let's say if it's zardi we think of them and we think of their signature style their style so their sensibility their signature yeah, yeah. right and, and a lot of pride is taken in that so there is a strengthening of identity the work basically happens around that as you come out and start practicing i think that identity <laughs> it goes through a shock <laughs> because you realize that it cannot perform on its own it's all about interdependency and it's all about having a common vision and uh, having a common intent and purpose behind executing something that stage that is what completely takes it from uh, being a freelancer 
to a professional to a entrepreneur the whole journey happens there itself mm-hmm. because you realize you can't be just so full of yourself <laughs> it's never going to happen it's uh, never going to build on its own tell us how things changed for you mm-hmm. once you got familiar with the concepts of conscious entrepreneurship i don't think i am working in any way that i was working before doing conscious entrepreneurship i'll say my focus has completely changed my focus was self centric it was a lot about i the way i look at it now is about what we are doing together what is the possibility how can we approach this project i think from that whole journey from i to b has been quite transformational when you are able to get a perspective beyond yourself you see there are limitless possibilities then you are not limited by your own self and you don't become the roadblock to your work in your work you know mm. um because there is no limit to talent available yeah and why should one be limited to their just their own uh, skill set yeah i always say that we are a multidisciplinary firm we desire to work with different talented professionals mm. craftsmen artisans and uh, we are looking at an approach now where all of these people come together and just look at the possibility of all of them being able to create something versus if i was just doing it on my own every day has become a learning process because now you're willing to experiment now you're willing to push your limits because you're not at all limiting yourself to anything because even if you look at it that somebody's creativity is always inspired by somebody else a single mind that ever created anything on its own it's uh, the very fact the pro- process of anything which is which comes from a mind and gets translated into some form it comes from somewhere else right so the whole process in itself is never from a single point that's so true <laughs> and if that expression comes out joyfully then it's a super successful project for everybody and for that matter it doesn't even feel like an effort as people progress and especially designers we hear very often that you get to a point of burnout mm. you're just out of ideas you're you're out of uh, anything fresh and the entire approach that you've laid out to this this whole field is it's almost a source of infinite ideas gives a whole different spin to what is taken to be the norm today that it's okay to feel burnt out i don't think there is any room for burnout if you are a room full of happy people where is the burnout where uh, from an intern to a, a carpenter to a painter is going to start enjoying the process of doing it and experimenting and creating new things every time i go to uh, a site every time i see it uh, being built from scratch i almost feel like a young 6 year old girl it's it's actually a fantasy coming true every project becomes that uh, the amount of joy it is at the end of the day i think when you are working towards that as a common vision and you have decided that these bunch of people are going to come together and create something really interesting you start working on ensuring that the process is smoother you start working on ensuring that everybody is enjoying the process and it's just not turning out to be a burden for anybody not only the clients but every person involved in it while i am beginning and i've started uh, practicing 
and ensuring you know keeping all these things in mind it is still a process mm-hmm. uh, from turning around our conventional ways of working and now ensuring that wo jo karigar bhi hain unke sath ab jab baith ke kaam kar rahe hain to unke wo jab aapko ek ek detail batate hain aur aap unko bolte hain ki is bar ye karke dekhe hum aapko kya lagta hai ki hoga and they would they would have that smile okay karke dekhte hain and see that whole process of collaboration unless that happens this journey is just not about being you and yourself it's being able to do a lot more i'll say the crux of uh, conscious entrepreneurship for me has been dropping myself that's the biggest takeaway for me that i had to shed myself as a professional to be able to do a lot more and to make any possibility now to come true because uh, when i realized that i i can drop myself then it was like abundance of so many things in front of me then what should stop me now all i have to do is find more people to collaborate with keep expanding myself like that keep growing keep working on myself this is my focus now as a professional keep smoothing the process for everybody so that it's a joyful experience uh, for everybody who's involved in the project keep ironing the wrinkles that are still in the system and we need to work on um but yeah that is the approach now jessica it has been an absolute pleasure <laughs> Thank you for taking our time at the end of a very tiring long busy day and speaking with us. Thank you. Uh it's been such a lovely conversation and uh, I uh, honestly feel that everybody should go through this shedding once in their lifetime because everybody deserves to know the possibilities beyond themselves. and especially especially for creative professionals because we are so stuck in our own heads mm. um it's very very important to come out of it and uh, uh see limitless possibilities <laughs> so thank you manisha <laughs> and simply loved it thank you so much this was the story of jessica and her evolution as a designer and an entrepreneur Should design be taught in a way that builds one's identity or should it be taught to shed it and experience one's limitless potential? Let us know what you think in this episode's poll. Thank you for listening. Follow us to get updates as we share more stories about inward journeys and the infinite possibilities that open up when one starts living life consciously. Music